uh, he's going to come and uh, preach 10 minutes, maybe nine. Amen. And uh, leave me plenty of time, brother. But uh, he was scheduled to do the devotion yesterday, and I picked uh, Brother Kevin to do it, and I said, well, I'm going to let him preach. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Turn your Bibles to James chapter 5. Amen. And do verses 13 through 18. Uh, um, the title is The Prayer of Faith. Amen. Good. Starting in verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Amen. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth, by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Let's pray. Lord, stay focused tonight. Give me the words to say. Give us something from this passage of Scripture. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Got three points tonight. First point is needs to pray. Those needs are in three questions. First, is any among you afflicted? The answer, let him pray. If we are afflicted, we should pray to God. Right. Second, is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Now, some of the psalms are prayers. So, now for the third one, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Now, in this pandemic, we should obey the doctor's orders. Some that would be social distancing. Now, anointing him with oil. Now, in Bible times, oil was used as medicine. But we should pray for the doctors, nurses, that they have wisdom to treat the various diseases. But now oil is, and oil is also a type of the Holy Spirit. Now we should pray for the sick that they would feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. The second point is the instructions for the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now that does not mean saving from sin. It means saving the body from the sickness. Right. Now, Lord, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Now, that kind of reminds me of when Jesus healed the man with palsy. In Mark's account, Jesus is in Capernaum. Of course, multitudes gather. 
And the man of psychopathy was one of four. They wanted him not have policy anymore. So when they couldn't come to Jesus because of the multitude, they decided to go up on a roof, tell the roof where Jesus was, and let him down. In verse 5 of Mark 2, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Now certain scribes, Pharisees, they started murmuring and said, Who can forgive sins but God only? No way. Now in Matthew chapter 6, in the model prayer, part of it is forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And after the model prayer, Jesus said, If you forgive men their trespasses, God will forgive you. If you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. Right. Now that seems to suggest that men can forgive sins. But with that, the only sins that I can forgive are the ones that are against me. If they're not against me, I can't forgive them. With that, now every sin is against God. Now, continue with the instructions. Now, confess your faults one to another. And also in the Gospels, Jesus said, If you bring a gift to the altar, and there remember that your brother has it out against you, not you have an out against him, out against you, first go and get it right. Like, if you give it to the altar, go get it right, and then come back and offer your gift. So we should be right with the brothers and sisters and pray one for another. That is intercession and prayer. Now, effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Hebrews 11, 6. It is impossible without faith to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. That goes with that word fervent. The righteous man, but it's with the only way your prayers can answer is if you're righteous. If you're not right with God, your prayers don't go higher than the ceiling. That's right. Man. Now, with that third point is example of prayer of faith. Elias, or Elijah, was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly, he prayed diligently, that it might not rain. So he prayed for a drought. Now, why did he pray for a drought? Well, in Deuteronomy 11, verses 16 and 17, Take heed to yourselves, that your heart be not deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven, that there be no rain. And the land yield not her fruit, lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. The reason Elijah prayed for a drought 
He was more concerned with the nation of Israel's spiritual condition. He wanted them to be so thirsty for revival. Well, in 1 Kings 18, the last six verses, after Israel had repented, he first said, there's a sound of abundance of rain. And then prays and tells the servant, go and look for a cloud. There's no cloud the first time. Go again. And every time between the goes going again, Elijah's praying. And the seventh or eighth time, there's a little cloud. You know what? Elijah stops praying. Prayer's been answered. Now, with that, so with the prayer of faith. When we're afflicted, we should pray. If we're married, we should praise the Lord for in prayer. If they're sick, we should pray for the doctors and for the sick. Hey, but we should be on praying ground. Be like Elijah, who earnestly prayed. You should be diligent in our prayer life.